Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I am the host, Brianna Battles, founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism and CEO of Everyday Battles. I'm a career strength and conditioning coach, entrepreneur, mom of two wild little boys, and a lifelong athlete. I believe that athleticism does not end when motherhood begins, and this podcast is dedicated to coaching you by providing meaningful conversations, insights, and interview topics related to fitness, mindset, parenting, and of course, all the nuances of pregnancy and postpartum. From expert interviews to engaging conversations and reflections, this podcast is your trustworthy, relatable resource for learning how to practice brave through every season in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. Today, I am here with Rachel Aruda of Constantly Varied Gear. And if you are in the CrossFit scene, you have probably heard of their brand, which goes to show how much work has been done over the years to build a brand that is so recognizable and serves female athletes. And so today we really wanted to cover like, what does it take to be growing a brand, growing a brand within the fitness industry, especially a brand that is aimed at supporting female athletes and just kind of give that like that storytelling of behind the scenes, because we don't hear that a lot. So Rachel, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Brianna. It was such a pleasure to have you on our podcast. And I'm so glad we got an opportunity to talk again because I just, I feel like you're my soul sister. I'm birthing stories. And I just feel like, you know, we are, we are sisters from then of the Mista. So yes. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. And yes. And so you and Kelsey host the Thick Thighs save lives podcast, correct? It's a mouthful. <laughs> it's a mouthful. We do. We do. We started it a couple years ago um, as a backdrop of our business. Um, and, you know, starting the podcast was really a necessity in the way of, you know, when we got into the fitness industry, we realized how much misinformation was being thrown at women specifically mm-hmm. in the form of diet culture and, um, you know, these, you know, fads, you know, workouts and, you know, shed 10 pounds and melt your fat and all this bullshit. And we started a Facebook group, but, you know, we felt like we needed a podcast to get that message out there even more because, um, the messaging is, is so poor sometimes and so confusing and honestly damaging. Yeah, absolutely. So what brought you guys into the fitness industry in general. And then we'll talk about how you have pivoted and grown a a business. So how did that all start with you two? So this is our, we are nine years old. We're actually celebrating our birthday this month. Um, CVG, thank you. CVG started as a (laughs) a t-shirt business um, on Etsy. So me and my husband, um, I was teaching at the time. And he was an entrepreneur who was working on website design. And we were gym rats. We had just found Spartan races, which was kind of our introduction to CrossFit. Um, but we were still at a Globo gym doing like the only people at Globo gym doing burpees that those times <laughs> it was a long time I ago. I remember those days. I was yeah. those days. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days. Um, there was like no CrossFit gyms in your area. You had to drive like an hour. So we were kind of 
noticing that there was not um, a tremendous amount of funny fitness apparel we wanted, funny sayings on shirts, like to be like burpees suck, haha. And um, there wasn't a lot out there. So we, we decided to just buy a press and um, start pressing our own shirts for the gym, just us two to wear cutting off our sleeves and just, right. you know, doing the thing. Um, people noticed and thought they were funny and we should put them up on Etsy. So we did. And um, pretty soon it was at a point where I was pressing t-shirts all night after teaching all day because the orders just kept increasing. Um, and then we kind of decided to move into um, the space of leggings because all of my leggings were shit and they were falling down. So um, we really wanted to just create something superior. And that's when we added leggings and ha- built our own website. And from there, it has exploded for us. Um, over 30 employees. We are in a 25,000 square foot office, which has been upgraded now. I think this is the fifth upgrade um, that we've made over our nine years. And uh, it all started just like in my basement with some t-shirts. So Kelsey came on with us, who is my sister. Um, Actually, when I got pregnant, because I couldn't I was doing all the modeling for the photos, um, which was just ridiculous because I'm not, that's not my jam. I was just doing like, you know, legs down, modeling leggings and I got pregnant. I couldn't do it anymore. So we asked, Kelsey was a social worker at the time and we asked her to come on and just do some photos and she loved it and she was great at it. And then she started um, working into all ends of the business. She started working um, on video shoots and she's become our main, we don't call them models, we kind of call them athletes. Um, she's become our main athlete and she's very recognizable in the space now because she's everywhere and yeah, she really represents us. So I'm well, so proud great. of her. I'm so proud of her. Oh, well, you sound like a great sister. And um, for everybody listening, I'm sorry you can hear Chance like losing his shit in the background. Um, <laughs> it's a mom podcast, guys. <laughs> oh, I swear. Every time I'm recording, it's only the podcast where they're like something happens when I'm like, don't interrupt me. And what happens? They Something happens, right? All the time. That happened on our episode as well that we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he needs a pouch or something, just, you know, right? feel free. Feel free. Oh, always, always. <laughs> Well, okay. So for all of us, maybe not everybody listening, but there's a lot of us like CrossFit OGs. And like, I remember the days of early CrossFit, like 20, God, 2010, I say like around that time where it really started infiltrating a little bit. And then a bunch of brands popped up, right? So many different CrossFit brands with the sayings on them. So to still be standing all of these years later, is a huge testament to evolving and really um, staying in the game, playing the long game and involving evolving your brand because what was 10-ish years ago, especially in the CrossFit space for clothing, you've you've tested the time, my friend. Like that's amazing. Yeah, there's you know, there was many and now there is few. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that that is really, I just have to, you know, shout out everybody that has ever touched 
anything that we've done at CVG, we um, <laughs> went a very unique route in that we uh, just hired all of our best friends to yeah. do things that they had no background in. Um, our marketing, uh, our head of marketing is like our best friend <laughs> um, who just learned from Mark and my husband. Um, our head of warehouse was my best man at my wedding. Um, none of these people had experience in the space before, but they just loved and were passionate about us and everything that we do. And it really has built a business that people are so dedicated here and they, they're they so here for the message. And I think that that is something that when you're building a brand, um, not only from internally, what you need to build around you as far as you know, the people that are building this with you. Um, And then, you know, really you have to focus on the community. And I think that that is the other thing that we have really done different than other brands um, is we very early on decided that community was going to be extremely important to us. And it's funny kind of the way that it evolved because first it was just a way to kind of give out some free workouts and free leggings. Mm -hmm. When we started, we just wanted to like, oh, we'll start a Facebook group. So, you know, the girls can come in, we'll give them a workout. They can enter to win leggings. Wouldn't that be fun? And the way that that evolved was so, it's such a testament to how much women really needed good messaging because they came in and said like, but how do I tone? And what do you think about, you know, taking all these supplements? And what do you think about how do I lose 10 pounds in 10 days? Cause I have this event coming up and we were shocked and, you know, all progress being judged on the scale. And we realized right then that the, the mission was not going to be leggings. Right. It was so much bigger than leggings. And I think that that's given us the staying power that, you know, to give us 10 years in the space is that this was not about leggings ever. This was about women and building them up and giving them the confidence that they deserve. And I think that that is our main mission and I, everything else is, is just secondary. Right. Well, I think like you took some of the themes from CrossFit of like CrossFit's done so well because of the communities that it has created. Like CrossFit might be this giant umbrella, but it's all of these communities under it that have thrived because that community and and culture of those communities has been really cultivated by individuals, right? Like by the gyms or by really good coaches or by really like inspirational athletes. And it sounds like you've taken such a similar theme that's been proven to be successful and applied it to your brand and your mission and your business. And then I love that you said that you like so many of your employees are friends and like, it sounds like you have a really incredible team culture within the brand. And like, I feel like that is something that gets so overlooked and is incredibly indicative of the health and longevity of so many businesses is if you have a healthy team and business culture, then like that will infiltrate the masses that you're trying to reach with your brand. Oh, you could not be more right on that. You could not be more right. And and they're so vital. And I think that I'm really glad that you brought that up because all of the early mindset things that we got from CrossFit that we just were not getting in a global gym, um, the community aspect, the performance-based goals over, you know, the scale, everything that 
CrossFit taught us early on. We just wanted to give to a larger audience. And it was so instrumental in everything we do. And I'll I'll be forever grateful to the brand because it changed fitness and it branched off into all of these smaller you know, changes that can be just spread everywhere to like a clothing company and, um, what they did for fitness. It just, I don't know if it'll ever be recreated. It's really important. Yeah. I totally agree. Like I haven't done CrossFit in years. I haven't like belonged to a gym in a really long time, but I think that, you know, CrossFit is an incredible things for female athletes and, um, for a lot of businesses to kind of like piggyback off of, in their own ways. And I think that's like such a gift that often gets overlooked and forgotten because there's always, it's so much easier to criticize instead of like praise. Like we've done a lot here, like and created a ton of different opportunities. And I mean, I would say I work with a ton of CrossFitters, got a special place in my heart for it. Um, and I think it's really great to see another brand that has, you know, done such a great job of supporting that population of athletes. Well, thank you. Yeah. So tell me about, the clothing that you offer and like what, like you started, like you said, like trying to change some messaging, but then like with a side of leggings. So how has that evolved over time? It's crazy. We, we just keep growing out of every building because we just keep going, well, you know, there's no, there's not enough like good, good shirts with good messaging. Okay. Let's make some, um, now there's not enough good leggings. Well, the sports bras really could be improved and that it just goes on and on and on and on. And, um, one of the things that I'm really the most proud of what we do is, um, you know, Kelsey and I have, created and, you know, edited every single product that we make. And I cannot even tell you about the amount of edits that our products go through. I know that, you know, a lot of companies will get something from manufacturer. Sure. This is good. Let's go. We are like nine edits in before we even consider it. Everything has to be Kelsey always says like, she's like a connoisseur of shorts and we feel, you know, all of our customers because of our community, it's very unique. Um, all of our customers know us personally. Like they tag me and and say like, Hey, I I really want some unicorn leggings. And I'm like, girl, I got you. (laughs) Like they know us and speak to us on a regular basis. And that is a wonderful thing, but it also gives me a lot of pressure because I know that they expect the best from me and I know that they know me. So they'll come for me if it's not the best. (laughs) So, you know, I'm so connected to them. Kelsey's so connected to them. So we listen to everything that they want and we basically just make everything that they demand. And listening to the customers and making products that are exactly what they want has proven to be the best business plan we could ever have. It is so true. And I feel like that's how, I mean, like same, like I get so much of my ideas and inspiration from comments, from DMs, from emails where I'm like, okay, like this is what's resonating. This is what they want. This is what they need. This is what they're struggling with. And it kind of takes, I mean, I, I know because like I have been there, done that, but also like bringing in different backgrounds and experiences and whatnot, like that's what helps fuel a brand forward is kind of stepping outside of what you think is best or right or next. And then like really listening to your audience, listening to your followers, listening to the people who have already bought from you um, because they will help propel what you're doing forward. I love them. I, I, I can't speak enough about the people that have purchased 
CVG over the years and all they've given to our dream and our company and our vision, they are CVG. Yeah. So tell me, like, what was your, was there like a breakthrough moment or event or athlete that really took you from one point in business to the next? I like to say that it was a slow grind. Um, I think that I can remember for sure our scariest moment as a business. Um, There was a day where all of our business was on Etsy. We had one employee at that time and we were, we had just got a building in a bank. It was our first building that we ever rented out of the basement. Mm -hmm. And my husband called and said, the Etsy shop is shut down. They've shut it down. And Etsy has their own terms and conditions. They can like shut down any shop anytime they want. And we freaked out. We thought that that was the end of Constantly Varied Gear. Um, We had so much like based around our Etsy shop and our website was just not a bread and butter at that time um, because it was just harder to drive traffic. We didn't have a name, but we like cried for, (laughs) we cried for a while. I cried and um, we said like, okay, there's two ways to go with this. We can give it up and we can say that we tried and we did something that most people can't even do with, which is just start a business or we can, you know, pick up the pieces and, and try to really push hard to become our own brand that is constantly varied gear. That is something people will recognize. That is something people will go to the website that they don't need to know you through some Etsy shop. And, um, that's what we did. And I would say that that was our breakthrough moment because it was the slow process, but we slowly started to build our own name and become our own presence. And I think that that was our proudest moment, our, our scariest and proudest moment, but also when we became kind of a force in, in the area. Yeah. So how have you tried to set yourself apart from, I mean, God, having a clothing brand in the fitness industry? There's kind of a lot of you out there. So how have you really worked to set yourself apart and do that slow grind over the years? So I think people don't realize just how many people start clothing companies, especially fitness clothing companies, and then disappear like a year later. Like everybody thinks they have a idea, right? I don't think people do realize. I think it. Yeah. Like it's insane how many people are like, I got a cool thing to put on a t-shirt. And then like, they think it's a business, but then like, they're one of like tens of thousands in just one industry. So how, how have you differentiated yourself while doing that slow grind of building? You know, I think that obviously I would like to attribute it to just being like an incredible workhorse. I think that, you know, there are lots of things that people want to do and they are, um, it sounds really great. And it's another thing to be like next level committed to a dream. So um, obviously commitment has been really important for us. But I think that the number one thing that has been, and this is going to sound kind of weird, but I think that the number one thing for us has just been being true to ourselves. Early on, we decided that we were not going to do posy butt pictures <laughs> in leggings. And that was what everybody was doing at the time. And there was a lot of scrunch butts and there was a lot of zeroing in on, you know, asses and there was a lot of sexualizing. And instead we showed butterfly pull-ups and 
at first the internet hated us because you know what happens when you put up butterfly pull-ups. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and this was early. So it was yeah. not, CrossFit was not mainstream yet. I mean, we right. were putting like, this was Kelsey in like, you know, the early days. Yeah. So we were doing things that people, other people were just not doing and were, were, it was not mainstream. The other thing that we started doing early on is showing um, all kinds of different bodies um, this was way before, this is very right. much caught fire now. And everybody is on to the fact that yes, women want to see multiple sizes and multiple right. body shapes in the clothes so they can envision themselves in the clothes. Right. And, um, that was always important to us way in early on. And, um, I think that people noticed it, that we were doing it before others and, you know, at first it was the same as the butterfly pull-ups. It was, right. it got some backlash at first. Right. And we had to do a lot of defending of our athletes in ways of, you know, going after the trolls. <laughs> and actually that ended up getting a lot of a positive attention for us because right. that we were just not having it. It was yeah. not going to be a customer support response of thank you for your opinion, but um, yeah. we'd rather if you <laughs> we went after them. And um, I think that just being true to what we always knew, not making things that were the fad, going with unique prints that were that spoke to us and that weren't just about sexualizing women in the space and were actually about the performance and function was, I think, the best thing for us. And honestly, the only thing we could have done because we, we just can't, we don't do fake. It's not right. in our nature. Yeah. So your background was in teaching. You said your sister was in social work. So how did you guys learn about like, have you guys always been kind of inclined towards fashion and like understanding material? And I don't know, like what's cute. And <laughs> I guess I like that's so not on my radar. So I wonder like how, how you guys pivoted into knowing about that and building such a successful fashion brand within the fitness industry. So no, we, neither one of us went to fashion school. Um, both of our professions were helping backgrounds. So we really actually both had a very hard time leaving our full time. It, it took us both way too long. We were doing dual professions, going to school, teaching all day, her going and doing social work all day, and then working on CBG at night for far too long because we felt really like we couldn't leave our kids. Yeah. Um, Kelsey worked in a, in a like high care foster home where she was working with younger children who needed placements. I had 10th graders and we couldn't leave them. We loved them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that where our love for fashion came in was just honestly, just like being at the gym and just like, you know, wanting to wear flashy stuff. You know, we had, you know how people in early CrossFit dressed right. like absolute well, lunatics. Like we wanted to be different. Socks and the converse and like the shorty shorts with this shirt that had the saying on it. Like maybe we're just aging ourselves right now, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't think so because everything comes back around. So in a couple of years, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's going to be back. And sure. no, but you're right. It was, it was just this need to stand out. And that was just like the, like that was the surroundings that we were constantly in, but the clothing wasn't very standout. It was a lot of black leggings yeah. and we just like it was just more of a need rather than formal training. We were like, you know what would be cute if we just like put some ice cream skulls 
on like, don't you think that would be cute? And she'd be like, yeah, I think that'd be totally cute. And we'd wear them and people would go, what the, (laughs) like, are you like, those are nuts. I love them. So, um, it, that was really, and then after that, all of the training was just, as I said, like, no, these aren't perfect. Just Goldilocksing everything, just being in fitness, wearing them in workouts and being like, no, this is how they, they could improve. But we have no formal fashion backgrounds. We just know what performs and what doesn't. And so, um, that was, yeah, it's a little, it's a little backwards, like a, a creative fashion sense in, in your back pocket, it seems. (laughs) So, cause I would not think of ice cream skulls on leggings. That's just not where my brain would go, but you obviously have something there and you're on, well, you're on to you. it, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. So you guys are primarily online, but do you do like pop-up events and stuff like that? Do you show up at different places? We actually have not dabbled into, um, any, we, just the staffing for that kind of thing for us right now is just, it's a lot. We have um, an exploding e-commerce business and we are very dedicated to making sure that orders get out the door within, you know, a good amount of time. Um, We direct ship everything from our warehouse in Massachusetts. So nothing's coming, you know, overseas. So like we are employing all these people to make sure this stuff gets out the door. And honestly, that has not been at the forefront for us, but yes, we are online. We are primarily e-com and um, we have been throwing around the idea of setting up a shop downstairs. We are in a very large warehouse building and um, maybe just like having people come in, but so far it's um, online. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, I think when, when it's working, it's working, right? Got to go with it. For sure. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, that's so incredible. So what's next for you guys? Do you have anything new and exciting on the radar? So everything is always so new and exciting because we are just always expanding at a rate that is overwhelming. Um, we are launching tons of new products that we have worked on for tremendous amounts of time. This summer, we came out with our first dress, which was a limitless dress, which had like a bodysuit with pockets underneath and no ride shorts and like a shelf bra is like the perfect dress. And we worked on that for an incredible amount of time and just like coming a little bit outside of gym wear into more athleisure and creating functional wear that people can be comfortable in, but also look super, super cute outside of the gym. So that's really our focus right now is, you know, making sure that our products are because people want to wear it all the time. They're like, well, I can't go back now. What do you want me to do? Wear jeans? That's absurd. Like I need something to go to work in. I need something to like... We are very committed to making sure that women are always comfortable. They're in clothes that fit them and function in a way that is unique to their body. And we can always serve their body and not, you know, this whatever standard size. So, um, yeah, we're really working hard on our athleisure lines right now. We have sweatshirts, we have running shorts, we have everything, um, skirts and, you know, it's, it's given us, I think in our customer base, just such a positive look moving forward as to the future for us. And also like that, you know what, they can be cute and comfortable all the damn time and we'll make sure of it. Yeah. I love it. What is a fan favorite? 
cute. I mean, like two or three or something. (laughs) They go crazy over everything, honestly. Um, I would say when we have, you know, anytime we do a print run of something, you know, that's limited, it goes out the door and then we actually don't usually reprint anything. So it's kind of like, if you get it, it's kind of, and then people I've seen like people on the black market, like trading it for like ridiculous prices because um, it's, these are kind of really unique items and they're one of a kind. And like when people see you in them, it's like, wow, where did you get those? Because yeah. it's, it's not, it doesn't look like anything else. And it's mostly so, that you're seeing that happen with like different prints of leggings. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, there have been some staples that we've kept over the years that, you know, like our comic book leggings like have stayed and are are like constantly are one of our top sellers. But I think that, you know, overall people are just, they know that the quality is there. So we constantly put out new prints and constantly varied and, um, it is, and they know what they're getting is going to be so awesome and so loud and just so fun that I think that it, they're kind of like collect them all, you know, it's kind of like beanie babies. (laughs) It's like, I got to get them all because they keep you looking like a damn boss. There you go. Well, I love that, you know, your business is so reflective of your origin story and how it's grown over time. And you're really listening to the people that have supported you and helped you grow all this time. And while bringing in new ones, sounds like you're doing an incredible job. And I'm so grateful that you got to share part of your story and what you guys are about, because I don't think these stories get featured enough, especially female entrepreneurs in the fitness industry. We are like a very like special breed of humans. So oh I really God. <laughs> highlighting highlighting these conversations. Well, thank you. And honestly, Brianna, it is always so refreshing to talk to a fellow female entrepreneur in the fitness space because you're right. There are not enough of us. And, you know, for anyone listening and and thinking about starting their own business, I mean, I know you would say the same is like it starts just with a passion. And honestly, the sky's the limit. Like you can do whatever, you can do anything. You can build it up to, you know, a business that you could never even dream of. And that's what Constantly Varied Gear is for me. And it also is like just been so therapeutic for me to help women along the way to just feel strength and confidence. And like I know you feel the same way. So thank yeah. you for having me on. Oh, thank you. And tell us where can we find you guys at? Give me share your platforms. Yeah. So we're on Instagram, constantly very gear. We are on Facebook. If you'd like to join our Facebook army of women and we are just like out there spreading confidence and anti-diet culture and you are fucking enough right now and you do not need anything more. Um, And you certainly don't need to blast away fat or 10 pounds. (laughs) Our Facebook group is called Fitness Programming by CVG. And yeah, we're on all socials and we would love to have you try out any of our clothes because you will never go back. I promise. They're the best. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. And I wish you all of the luck and growth for years and years to come. Same girl. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practice Brave podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and help us spread the work we are doing to improve the overall information and messaging in the fitness industry and beyond. Now, if you are pregnant and you are looking for a trustworthy exercise program to follow, I have you covered. 
The Pregnant Athlete Training Program is a well-rounded program for pregnancy with workouts for each week that are appropriate for your changing body. That's 36 weeks of workouts, three to four workouts each week, and tons of guidance on exercise strategy. We also have an at-home version of that program. If you are postpartum and you're looking for an exercise program to follow, the eight-week postpartum athlete training program would be a really great way to help bridge the gap between rehab and the fitness you actually want to do. From there, we have the Practice Brave Fitness Program, which is an ongoing strength conditioning program where you get new workouts each week and have a lot of guidance from myself and my co-coach, Heather Osby. This is the only way that I'm really offering ongoing coaching at this point in time. If you have ever considered becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I would love to have you join us. Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism is a self-paced online certification course that will up-level your coaching skills and help connect the dots between pelvic health and long-term athletic performance, especially during pregnancy and postpartum. Become who you needed and become who your online and local community needs by becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. Thank you again for listening to the Practice Brave podcast. I appreciate you and please help me continue spreading this messaging, this information, and this work.